variants that really you know you're kind of chasing after because right. they have like cute chibi and like pixel and okay. it's beautiful art and then whenever you upgrade a card it doesn't change its abilities but it changes how the card projects on your screen so okay you first get a flat version then you get what's known as a frame break so basically they enlarge the character on the screen till like they're poking out of the sides of yeah. the card then they make it 3d so it like here i'll just It's really an intuitive way to make a card building game on your phone. It would never work in real life if right. you be this fast paced. That's why I'm I'm okay talking about it here. But if you are down with like card collecting games, yeah. this is it. So here's all the cards I've collected. Again, I've spent ten dollars on a season pass and I think they gave me like five extra cards. Okay. But like there's the Hulk. Oh okay, okay, like that's cool. Three yeah. because I've leveled them up. That's neat. It's, it's worth your time if you and and you do it in really quick spurts, like around maybe last okay. five minutes. So it's called Marvel Snap. I will forget, so I'm just gonna open it up in the Play Store now. Do it. I dare you. I got Jamie hooked. Um, I don't know what level he's at now, but he then sent me a message saying, "How dare you, sir?" <laughs> um, which I feel like is the mark of success. Yeah. You know, whenever you get someone addicted to something so yep. much they hate you for it, obviously <laughs> you, you pass good. on whatever virus you had to them, and that's a good thing. But with that, hello, <laughs> and welcome to Red Raccoon Games, your source for tabletop gaming news in Bloomington, Illinois, and beyond. I'm your host, John Parrott, and with me today is Alexis alone. Yeah. Uh, we've had just Jamie's episodes, but... Now, Alexis uh, was the only one not to cancel for this session, which kudos to her. Uh, to everyone who wasn't able to be here, we're not going to throw any shade. We're just saying you're not here. It's okay. You take that as you want. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, So I've managed to get Alexis here today. I've totally ruined my first script because now I'm all thrown off. That's okay. I, four people right? I'm like pointing arrows and I, I don't know who to talk to now. It's just me. It's just you. I have to make like constant eye contact. <laughs> it's going to be... And odd. So in order to break this weird cone of silence that we're apparently experiencing, why don't you tell me from your perspective, how was the store last week? Ooh. See, I knew you were going to ask these questions, and I was like, i got to be prepared. I don't it's have a Jamie same, or Jesse. It's the same questions every week. I know. know I know. Um, let's see what happened last week. I feel like it was a pretty chill week overall. Like, we were in the calm area before it picks back up for the holidays. Mm-hmm. There wasn't too much going on i mean our normal events there wasn't anything different I, yeah well, that's oh, actually it, was, it was nice yeah this is a change in pace because normally when we have jamie on here or jesse it's, it's right pure chaos or like we get the first thing we get is actually <sighs> right like if you yeah. listen to all of our podcasts so far i'm pretty sure that's the yeah the answer that we normally get but yeah, I mean, not only are you guys picking up for the season, but I also know that with the building now yeah. groundbreaking done, I know Jamie today is moving things over to um, the new location. He has enlisted some help to yes, do that. Yes, they're they're tidying up in the new location because I'm gonna I'm gonna break the news if Jamie's not here. <gasps> okay, all right. They start they start construction this week. Really? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, if you did not get a chance to go to the groundbreaking, you missed out. Because not only was there way too much food, just... There was so much. An enormous <laughs> amount of food. Um, but they had some really great pictures of what the store is going to look like. And it's going to be such a step yeah. up. It's going to be so weird. 
and you're actually going to have like a desk space where yeah. you can work and it's not yeah. in a basement behind a movable yeah. uh, <laughs> wardrobe. <laughs> It'll be it. nice. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I my office did get cut from the budget, but that's okay. Oh, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna petition that I at least get like a dividing wall because I do not want to be with Chance and Ken. I want my own space. That's they right. can yell at me. That's, that's right. fine. I don't want I don't want Ken's piles of cards everywhere. I'm sure that you can work in some cubicles. I mean, yeah. there's got to be some place that's getting rid of some of those old, right? you know, dank, gray, depressing cubicles. That that's fine. I'll decorate them. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So with all of that calm, peaceful week, did you actually get a chance? Any big games? I did. Oh, um, I played Flamecraft finally. Good. What'd you yes, think? Yes, it was good. It was cute. I did not win, but that's usual. I played it with Jesse, so if he was here, I'm sure he could tell you way more than I can. Um, but no, it was enjoyable. I it reminded me a lot of Creature Comforts in like the skill level of it. Yes, that's really close. Like it's. It's not super simple, but it's not heavy by any means, and it's cute, and I feel like anybody could pick it up if they wanted to. It's definitely one of those mid-tier games where I would introduce it to people that maybe don't play board games often, right. and I think that if you get the deluxe version, and get the yes. Dragons, yes, I did. That's, which is very important. Yes. Um, I think that you could have a really good time with that, for yeah. sure. Um, and yeah. aside from that, I played the Stardew Valley board game again. We lost almost immediately, so that was oh. not, yeah, it was, that was not fun. I it's a cooperative game right yeah how do you lose so to to win you have to have you played the, the video game i have yes. okay i feel like we've had this conversation before but um so you have to complete all of the bundles for the community center and you have four of your grandfather's goals that you have to meet oh, okay. and so the bundles are like foraged items from all of spring or like four well, it's, it's usually per player so in this case it was three so three spring forged items. That was the first bundle, and we didn't have it. So we were like, oh. There's no reason. Because you, you start in spring. So we knew right away that we were, it wasn't going to happen. Grandpa's ghost over you. Yeah, he was disappointed. So upset. Yeah. I, I love Stardew Valley, but I always get more entranced by the mysteries that were going on and just the little tidbits you got yeah. than actually the farming element. So. I would just wander off trying to explore and, and find all the secrets. My wife, however, I think she got to a point where she didn't go back to the town. All she did was just harvest farm, yep. like all efficient, had buildings filled with machines that were doing yep. things constantly. And I was like, there could be a zombie outbreak. Like everybody in that village could die from a disease. She wouldn't know. And you would have no idea. That's... <laughs> The only thing that let her sometimes remember that there was a town is the fact she married the doctor, but every time that she passed out, the doctor would still charge her money. Yep. And yeah. the doctor never paid any money to, like, the household bills or anything. No. It seems like a grave injustice. Like, that's grounds for divorce. Agreed. Um, on my table, though, I got to actually play a few things uh, these past few days. First of all, I got to play Death May Die, which sadly Alexis could not attend. I know. The one the one time. I know. We'll have Let's... to. Well, I will say that the people I played with, which is Cat, Katie, and um, Ariel. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the four of us got to play with Raccoon down in the basement. Um, it wasn't really an official like games thing. It was just us wanting yeah. to hang out, and I wanted to play the game. Uh, we played the first scenario with Cthulhu, and it took sacrifice, like that game normally does. But we won. Good. Um, the second time, first time, uh, Ariel 
tried to choose a protector character, but then protected too much. Okay. And again, if you die before, you know, the elder thing is on the board, right. it's game over. So, uh, but we had a really great time. And uh, I think we might try and do that a little bit more where we just throw out a date and see yeah. can show up. I did also get to play another game that has been interesting to me for quite some time. It was on the shelf at Red Raccoon four months ago, three months ago. That sounds right. Yeah, I picked it up. Um, I actually skipped over it quite a few times. But finally, I picked it up and managed to get it home. And Amanda did what she did, which is my wife. And she went in and she got the board game. She opened it up and she put everything in little Gerber baby oh, yeah. containers and... Uh, organized everything and read the rules and she came out to me and was like I think this is going to be really good and I was like yes because normally I have a bad habit of choosing bad games okay. like, I go for more aesthetics than necessarily Same. quality and yeah. that can be dangerous yeah. uh, but no this one was really fun so you still haven't said the name of it oh yeah it's Destiny's <laughs> okay. sorry uh, and so it is an app driven game so you will need a phone or I would actually say you kind of need an iPad to do it right um, I'm actually Alexis is in my secret location, which is my home in yeah. our game room. I and... was kidnapped today. John yeah. was not kidnapped. I was. Exactly. And so we have like a large TV where we can project what's on the iPad, on the TV. It worked out really well. If you have a computer, you can kind of do the same thing. Um, but you have to, in the game, there's a main story and you are playing characters in the story. So each one of you have a motivation. Uh, I played a noble. There was a huntsman. There was an old uh, witch. Okay. Uh, each one of us played one of these characters. It's only a three-player max game. And there was these narrative beats that all of us had to achieve. We had two separate goals that we could go down. And so as you gained items, the items had QR codes on them. And so as you try to do other things, you could scan QR codes. So, for example, something's up in a tree. I happen to have a rope. I scan the QR code for this challenge. And it's like, oh, well, then this makes it significantly okay. easier for you. Uh, another interesting element is that when you play, you have a board, which is a double layer with some holes in it, and you have little pips that you put onto the board of different number spots. When you roll a die, if your die number is above a, the number on the uh, on the track, all the pips that you have below that number count as successes. That's a little confusing. I don't know if I described it correctly, but basically, you, know, you have to alter these pips and move them closer to the one spot on the board so that way you can roll lower and get more successes right. okay um so it was an interesting because you could play around with your character there was different backgrounds and how we ended the game there there's different ways to end the game now we played the one scenario the first scenario that came with the box there's also three other scenarios that are connected together story-wise okay that we haven't gotten a chance to play and we're wondering if how we behave in one is going to affect the other. We haven't got a chance to try that yet. But if you're part of a group of three people, you know, maybe a couple with that always, you know, third wheel. Yeah, uh, this is a, <laughs> This is a great game to just have, like, narrative time. There is a clear winner, so you still get bragging rights. Okay. But at the same time, everybody walks away with the right. story. And I think that's really whenever you get to win. And it has, um, it, maybe it's not being done currently was it on kickstarter or game found recently a new version of it there is the second um expansion i believe that is coming out and it's, it's can... about like the woods or something right i remember Correct. Yes. yeah it looked pretty i didn't know anything about the game at that point so there's one from what i understand there's the base game there's sands and sea which basically adds two different stories one okay. you know in the desert and one over the ocean and i think you're right the new one that is just coming out is for like the 
Forest or something yeah. along those lines. Um, but it is it is a fun game. I plan on getting the expansion. Um, I think that there is a limited amount of replayability, but if another if you play as a different character, yeah, you are going to have a way different time um, exploring it. So, for example, there was one time I was playing and I went over to this monk and I was engaging with him, and then all of a sudden he just disappears and leaves me a gift. And so there's there's kind of these mysteries yeah. that I don't know. It very much seems like because of who I am, that's why that scenario played out. Right. If the old witch or the huntsman had talked with him, it could have been a completely different yeah. exchange. So I'm, I'm very curious about how deep this really goes. You'll have to but play I'm it. Suggesting. Yes, I will. I will. Um, But with that note, normally by this time, I found an amazing way to segue into what we're talking about today. So... Alexis, just because it's you and me, okay. I'm not here to impress Jamie or Jesse with these <laughs> amazing segues that they always ruin by pointing yeah. out how good or bad they are. We don't need them today. What article that I've sent you <laughs> would you like to start with today? Um, I mean, so I've got the, the HeroScape one pulled up, so we can start there. Excellent. So for those of you that uh, are fervent listeners, you probably heard that Jamie and I talk about the HeroScape has been brought back. Now, Alexis, I know that I'm, I'm not trying to necessarily denote your age too much but do you have any understanding of what HeroScape is no okay so HeroScape for many of us was the first time we saw a miniature skirmish game in Walmart okay they somehow were able Hasbro bought this license they brought it to where you could see it on the shelves it looked amazing but very complicated you know and and you really had to have someone who already had the game influence you to get it i never got it jamie apparently was very much into it but in our podcast we kind of discussed how it had this long legacy and how hasbro was trying to bring it back which i thought a lot more people would be excited right about. but i noted at the end of that conversation that there's only about three thousand people that have backed it yeah. on hasbro pulse which is their own kind of platform uh, it's been two weeks at least since that time. Mm. I believe more, maybe four weeks was the yeah. last time I saw Jamie. And it started it is, on October first. We're yeah. November sixth. And there's still only three thousand three hundred and eighty six backers out of the target eight thousand that yeah. Hasbro had put. So I guess my question is as somebody that doesn't know the game, that doesn't have the nostalgia to it, when you look at what they're offering what is your feelings about why this is not being as successful? So, I mean, immediately, not even looking at the game necessarily, I don't think it was a good idea to do it on their own platform. Uh, I am, oh, $249.99. I was curious what the pricing was. Um, because there's people like me who, I mean, I, I personally probably wouldn't be interested, interested in this regardless, but... I would see it if it was on Kickstarter or GameFound. I had no idea it existed because it's just on Hasbro Pulse. And unless I was looking for a Hasbro game, I don't think it would have even came into my line of sight. So, I mean, maybe they would have got more backers had they done it elsewhere. That's possible. I will say that Hasbro Pulse, I had never heard of it before. I looked yeah. into it. Apparently, they do a lot of action figures and, like, specialty items there. Okay. Um, they do do occasionally board games. And there has been apparent success. Um, but I kind of agree with you. I I feel like what we're beginning to see is the same thing that we see in streaming right now. Because at first it was Netflix, Hulu, and everybody was just trying to sell their products yes. onto those platforms so they could get the views so that you know they would get the money from the residuals and things along those lines. 
But now everybody and their mother says, well, we can build a streaming yeah. platform and not have to, you know, bargain with Netflix or Hulu to get it on there. And so now instead of having just you know, three places that you really go for content, you have five or six. And if yeah. you want Star Trek, you have to buy Paramount Plus, which is a whole other thing. And it, I, I'm wondering if that's kind of the trend that we're beginning to see where people say, well, any of us can crowd share. Yeah, that's, that's not really an exclusive to Kickstarter or GameFound. It's not. I just I just think that more people would see it that way. I I mean, the game itself, it has a lot of minis for that price. I mean, sure, if, if I was interested in the game at all, it comes with a lot. I think that it, I mean, the minis look really pretty. I, I like you definitely paint them and really make yeah, them I, I like the colors of them. And if you wanted to keep those colors, I feel like you could easily just throw some of the like speed paint or something on them. We have some of the speed paint in the room, actually, um, that we did with our Cthulhu Death May Die set. I will say that not not to go too far with trying to point out geek culture when it sometimes goes too far, but in the picture that they have for Heroescape and all the pieces, they do have a picture of a katana just out yeah. for reference size, which I don't know how helpful that is. I don't know how many people own a katana. Probably the people that want Heroescape I suppose. probably own a katana. I'm not, I think that Venn diagram yeah. works out. But I did find that to be just like an interesting character choice that they made in trying to get that set up. So yeah. It's an interesting choice. I don't think we're going to actually see it get to the shelves. Probably from the not. Out with nine days left. Um, but one game that actually has popped out to me that i wanted to talk to you especially about alexis um not just because you're a woman but also because we have talked about you yeah. bringing you know uh during women's month you really were, were passionate about bringing us like the creators and things along those lines yeah so the game her story looks interesting it does but sounds like homework <laughs> i mean you're not wrong i hadn't thought of it that way but i can see that um so you're you're playing as an author who's going to write a bunch of stories about these women in history who have made, um, who have made history. I guess. Yes, yeah, I, I can tell a few names on there. I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg is one of the people. I think Jane Goodall Frida is one of them. Frida Kahlo. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to. There's an astronaut on there, an African American astronaut, but I don't know where she's from. That's probably not good for me. Is that supposed to be Pocahontas in the top left? I don't know. I was kind of wondering that, too. It's possible. Nevertheless, um, maybe I probably need to play this game. There's one who I'm not going to say that. I'm going to I'm gonna mess up the name. Because... <laughs> Do you want me to embarrass myself? Sure. You're done. So there was a president, and then there was a, a man, obviously, a man mm -hmm. president. And then there was the, the lady who helped um, the slaves, and their names just... Is it Harriet Tubman and then Harry Truman? Truman. Yes, Harriet Tubman yeah, they're the, is... They're very, very different people, but I it takes me a minute. That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm glad that you really think that through before. Yes, Harriet Tubman is, is one yeah, of the And people. I think, yeah. yeah. But, so, it says it's basically a set collection and engine building is yes. how they're selling it. So it doesn't sound like you're actually... Because when I first read this, I was like, 
are you having to write a report? Is that what's going on? Do you have oh. to like go on Wikipedia and like cite your sources <laughs> and figure out where you have, all to, this you have to mail from? it back into the game company and see if you did it correctly to, to actually win? Yeah. yeah, you don't find out till like three weeks after you play the game <laughs> who won. I'm assuming that's just part of the flavor. Just like I mean, Gutenberg, you're making books, but you're not actually making books. That's fair. I don't know. I, I remember bringing it up to Jamie, and I think that we're getting a couple copies in. I can't remember where I saw it or if I put it on order. So we're going to we're gonna double check that today. Okay. Well, now it's on your list. Yeah. For sure. But, I mean, the art looks good. Uh, apparently, there's 120 uh, uniquely illustrated cards, player boards. comes with a neoprene play mat, which, all right, side tangent. Do you yes. ever get the neoprene play mat for games? Mm, if it comes with it so like flamecraft it comes with it regardless of if you get the deluxe or the retail so that's yes. fair and it fits in the box yes. and so that to me makes sense the same with uh i'm trying to remember the name of the game it's up on my shelf uh oni onikama uh, onitama thank you yes onitama comes with a built-in neoprene math that you have to play on it's perfect Every time that I get a game and I go like all in and they give me a neoprene playmat that doesn't come like wrapped in some sort of tubing or it's not part of the packaging. I'm like, this is there's a stack of them in the corner of my game room right now. Like I barely break them out and I because you never know what type of table you're going to be playing on. If you take it over to somebody else's house, it seems like an extra hassle you have to do. Are neoprene playmats really that called for in games right now, I guess? I think I think if it just comes with it for those reasons exactly. I've never bought one afterwards or like as an add-on or extra just because where where am I going to put it? When am I yep. especially if the base game already comes with the board you need and the playmat yes. is just an extra. Like Flamecraft, I mean you got to use the playmat. You don't have a choice. There's not there's not a board. But if there was a choice and the board fits nicer on the table I'm playing on than the play mat, I'm not going to use it. Yeah. I will say that there are some games that I have always wished for a neoprene play mat on, and then I get one, and then I never play that game again. Such as Monster Apocalypse, which was a skirmish game. You can get the yes. maps on neoprene. It was perfect. I got one. I loved it. have not played that game since. And I keep on waiting for the Monster Apocalypse Kickstarter to actually like talk about closing. There was a lot of weird news that came out of okay. that, and that, that's horrible not one of our articles for today though that can be a qualm for another time um i'm afraid i just might have backed a, a bad kickstarter and i don't know how i feel about that it it hurts me to my soul obviously because i can't stop talking about it That's... so let's move on to something else probably something that needs a neoprene play mat um and that is that there is a new tcg coming out yes because that's exactly what we need in this industry oh, we one more, more thing yeah um and this one is based around one of the longest running animes that I have possibly ever heard of. Yes. The only one that I think rivals it is probably Naruto. Maybe. Yes. And that is One Piece. Yeah. The card game. Now, normally, I would not give a lot of time on our news to talk about a TCG. Because many times, they come and they go. Yeah. Like a stranger on the wind. Yeah. And... It's, it's a nice splash. The people that are passionate about it get it. They're happy. They play it for two weeks, and then we never hear from it yep. again. My Hero Academia, I feel, was is is on its way out. I, they I got can't their second, decide. Yeah. They got the second 
the second wave or not wave, but second season. Mm-hmm. Um, the people still come weekly to play it. People still really? buy it. Yeah. Uh, there's they've already mm-hmm. talked about what the next one's going to be. Is that gonna do good? I don't know because it's next year. But I yeah, people still play it and buy it. So huh. that's something. What what is the last one you feel like you you saw fall off the shelf? I haven't been around long enough for that. Really, you haven't? I'm just trying to call it out. I mean, Keyforge. Ooh, Keyforge is a great example. Yeah. Um, is Flesh and Blood still being played? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember there was a. This was long before your time. There's a Dragon Ball Z card game where apparently had a little katana that was a point counter for you. Okay. Because all the characters in the show use katanas. They don't at all. How many times can we talk about katanas today? Uh, You know what? That is going to be now just in the episode title. This is the katana episode. (laughs) Um, But One Piece is kind of a different beast. And the reason I brought it up today is because it is doing gangbusters in japan already it's been released and especially the the amount of people that consume one piece apparently is just massive oh yeah Um, they they even right now at the marcus theaters here in bloomington you can go see the new movie one piece red and it's apparently selling well enough to, to have multiple showings so when this card game hit and japan is really loving it that's usually when we take some some notice because i feel like there are things that japan obviously gets obsessed about but pokemon a lot of the strength that came from it dominating the american markets is because the japanese market was so fervent for it that it just started kind of spilling out into america and got that and it's possible we could see the same thing here i possibly i mean so i have not seen one piece i don't really have any interest in it to watch, I would be interested in playing the card game once or twice to see how it plays. Apparently, it's very close to a, a commander deck. Yeah, where you I saw have, that. Where you have a, a hero yeah. and then all the cards that are supporting them. The hero can jump in and out of a conflict um, to help out. Um, but yeah, it's... The card game seems like such an easy win for so many franchises. Yeah. And then once they actually get into it, they realize that the commitment to making it successful is far too high a hill to climb. So you know how Disney Channel, they would make their their top stars singers? Yes. Is that what animes are doing with TCGs? I think you're right. And you can really tell the top tier ones if they get their own game. And then there's things like, what is it, Vol Schwartz? Vol Schwartz, yeah. Yeah, where it's like... Okay, this anime is kind of popular, right. but we'll throw it in the mix yeah. here so you can use some art and make some cards based on it. Uh, so that's like the B tier. The A tiers get their own. All right, now that I have a new definition of an anime, when somebody asks me, have I seen something? <laughs> I'll be like, I don't know. Is there a card game of it? Then it's probably not worth my time. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> I'll watch anyways. I watch horrible things. It's kind of my forte around my house. Um, so yeah, go ahead and be looking for that. Um, but sadly, it is not out yet. It should be coming, I believe, to Red uh, Raccoon yes. soon. Correct? Yes, very soon. Um, yeah, I'm I'm terrible at remembering dates. That's why I like having Jamie and Jesse here because they will give you the exact details. I don't remember things. 
I'm sorry. But it is coming. It is coming. However, we can go ahead and talk about what is actually in the store right now. Yeah. And move on to the new hotness. Ooh, so I forgot about Marvel Snap till I just slid over to go back to the picture. Oh, it's downloaded. You, at the very beginning of the episode, you might have heard us talk about Marvel Snap. I am not. This is a board game, card game, <laughs> game shop podcast. I will not talk too much about it. But if you haven't played Marvel Snap, it's pretty amazing. It's worth your time. Uh, it's incredible. And uh, yeah, it, it if you have the desire to play a card game, but not the time to like sit down and really play with people, it's perfection. It's the time limit anyways i've given us enough time to now actually open up our photos of the yes. new hotness and i'm gonna tell you plague doctor in a raincoat yeah. is probably one of the cutest squishmallows yeah, i have not adorable. squishmallows it's uh squishables that yes. i've seen in a long time yes it reminds me of Coraline. it's not supposed to be but that's no. what it reminds me of there's also not up here it's not here there's there's plague doctors with other hidden identities there's like a barista and a joker not like Batman Joker, but like a jester. Yes. They're cute. But I do think that the raincoat one is the cutest. Agreed. And luckily, there's still some of those left on the new hotness. Uh, is that a little raccoon? It It's a red panda. Okay. It's from the Turning Red movie. The Oh, Disney. okay. Yeah. So we're just going to hop on board that bandwagon and, and oh, ride that 100%. out for trademarking, right? Okay. It, 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 it's one of the reversible ones. Oh. So sometimes it's happy, sometimes it's sad. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of TikTok videos where girlfriends have been using that to communicate yes. with boyfriends. And I appreciate the directness that yeah. comes with that. I do see that Star Realms is back on the new hotness. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's a pretty great card game where you're kind of doing a lot of base building. But there are so many expansions. They now have a big box release for it. That's worth your time. Uh, because it's never too early to celebrate Christmas, you do have the D&D uh, socks that you can put up your stockings yes at the end of the year yeah and hiding behind one of those in this picture is splendor duel which is a two-player version of splendor and okay. that's that's new just released on friday um are those oh never mind are are those my hero academia like mini people they are so they're technic they're blind blind boxes if you were to buy all six that are sitting there in one display, you get one of each. So you could do that. I don't but, think that's um, how blind boxes work. No, those ones are. It's it's one per. So if you, so, there's six in total, and a full mm, case is one of each. So you gar- it's guaranteed that. Yes. Okay. I might have to come in and test that theory. <laughs> I did it with the last my hero ones we had. Are you sure you're not just lucky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I yeah it was it was a mess. I ended up with one duplicate because we had an open box and i bought one just wanting one and then i went oh man now i need all of them because i didn't get the one i want so now i have to keep buying them and then i was like well i'm gonna take from the new box instead and ended up getting one duplicate because of that but yes these ones though um are from the season i'm on now it's not the newest season it's the newest season to me but it has airy and um the three heroes that like we're the top of the school before so sun king lamillion yeah lamillion yeah um and then it has night eye oh and one villain whose name i'm failing to remember double no the one that is with airy overhaul overhaul yeah yeah okay yeah and they they technically are uh words 
They could be used to like hold pencils and stuff, but it looks a little cheap that way. Cord holders, things like that. Gotcha. I mean, just put them on a shelf. They look pretty. Anyways, that's enough about that. Yeah. (laughs) Other miniatures that are on there, though, is that you have the D&D Icons of the Realm Beholder series. Yes. Where it's just a bunch of different colored beholders and uh, they're terrifying. So if you ever leave the store, look up and you're like, man, I really want more of that creature in my life. You can go ahead and make that happen. Tell me about Nacho Pile. Um, Do you know anything about it? I know that it looks like a bag of old school Doritos and it zips up like a bag, like it's reusable and it's crinkly. (laughs) And I think the cards are shaped like Doritos. That's all I've got for you. I feel like, yeah, no, it's fine. For a party night, that is an excellent game to bring. I feel like it sits perfectly in that I want to be punny. But I also want to bring something to the party. It, it gives me the same vibes as like the Taco Bell party pack game. Yes. I see what you're saying there. I like that. That's good. I do know Between Two Cities Essential Edition just came out. And that is Between Two Cities and the expansion put together in one box with, I believe, some new art maybe. Okay. Well, great. Yeah. So, obviously, this is all available to us right now. Do you have any idea what's going on in the shop this week that people might want to come in and check out? these questions are coming again i do, and I just I do. Like, i'm looking at you as the person that actually works in the store i know i know i did have a weekend off it's my first day back today and i haven't fully your brain's prepped. not here no. i see what it is like you you leave and you just forget everything I do. and you have to relearn it as soon as you walk exactly. in the first day um let's see oh this weekend is Today's the 6th. Today's the 6th. Silver Tempest pre-release for Pokemon. There it is. Yeah. And then Friday is the pre-release for Brothers War. You literally could come to me and make up names for Pokemon releases, and I would let you speak the lies on this podcast, because there's just no way that I could ever possibly truly know if you were being serious about some of the names that these sets come out with. And at the frequency... Because I feel like every second podcast that we do, it's like, new Pokemon release, and it's gym shattering violet mercury and i'm like all right well that sounds like that's, it's gonna be a lot of fun it, it tells is. me nothing about what pokemon no. are gonna be in there or, or what to expect so yeah and i still don't know i don't know that for silver tempest what's in there and what's not but that is is today it's today it doesn't feel like it should be today but it is i know it's right now it's happening as we speak mm, 40 so, minutes when you hear this podcast it should be available <laughs> yes um, I guess with that, I, I feel like I should have more to say. This was a very short podcast. We it uh, it was, else. but you know what? It was intense. We talked about some things yeah. that were important. I'm happy with how it turned out. So are we recording the same amount throughout the season, the holiday season, or is it going to be cut back? That's a great question. So obviously we're going to try and navigate this as best we can. Many of you might've noticed that we, we have had inconsistencies in podcast recording and, and releases. We try and do our best. Sometimes it's about managing uh, talent who is available to come talk. Sometimes it's me literally forgetting that it's the right weekend for this to happen. Uh, for those of you that went behind the curtain, basically what happens is on Wednesday or Thursday, I put out an all call uh, on Microsoft teams. that says, Hey, Who wants to be on a podcast? And people volunteer. And then I find articles and I post them. And some weeks I get it in my head that I just did that the last week. And it's really been two weeks ago. And then all of a sudden we're changing schedules. Uh, I do know that we will continue to try the best we can. We might have some just Jamie episodes to kind of fill the bill. But uh, those should work out just fine. 
And I will say as well, we are trying to gear up more of our Patreon, which you can join right now. Um, that was going to be something I talked a little bit probably at the end, but we can talk about it. Uh, we did start a Patreon. Uh, you can find Red Raccoon Games on there. Uh, if you're interested in being able to support the store as it makes its move and some of the upgrades that are going to be coming along to it, feel free to donate there. Uh, we are going to be trying to produce stickers and t-shirts and some pretty amazing, uh, thoughts that will be very much just Red Raccoon based. If you want to see updates to the store, photos as things go up, that's what we plan on posting there. Uh, and there might be different ways that you can kind of influence what happens within the store. Uh, we plan on putting some polls out there. We plan on uh, making some promises on there and letting you choose what promises we're going to keep. I can tell you personally, uh, from what I've seen, uh, as soon as we get all these scary girls out of the basement, uh, the, you know, the scary dead girls that have the hair covering their faces. There's like yeah, three yeah. or four of them down right, there. Right, yeah, they're just wandering. Um, and they just, yeah, they bounce into each other. It's really, it's a little less terrifying when there's four of them. <laughs> I could take that back. That's more terrifying. I don't know why I'm saying. Nevertheless, once we get them out of there and we actually start using that basement space, there's going to be some great ways for us to um, do more recordings. We hope to do uh, actual like video recordings so we can yeah. do this podcast live on Patreon where you can type in, uh, send in your questions or have comments, and then we'll release it obviously online later. Uh, we also plan on having some events downstairs. I've been kind of talking to Jamie about some ideas that I've been having about how great that space would be for just large scale, like things that we could do yeah. as a community. I'm thinking, I'm trying to figure out how can I do a board games shop style game show? And okay. have contestants be from the crowd, like it's okay. uh, Price is Right. Yeah. I haven't worked out all the specifics okay. yet. Okay, that would but, be fun. Uh, we are going to have so much more space to play with and so much of a nicer location. And hopefully it's going to be way more inviting to uh, the crowd, especially on the um, farmer's market days. Yeah. As we're just on that corner and we have our doors wide open and you are going to have like a four foot tall Griffey the Red Raccoon figuring is what i think was is that promised. what jamie said i don't i've heard rumors maybe I mean, it's more what britney is hoping for yeah i know at one point we mentioned like a massive griffy on the roof like big boy style but that's <laughs> not gonna happen yet right not gonna happen yet, yet with this patreon word. you might be able to make this happen <laughs> uh but with that our episode will go ahead and come to a close i'd like to thank Alexis, uh, for joining me today. And if you want your chance to talk about your tabletop with us, uh, come and find us at Red Raccoon Games, located in downtown Bloomington, Illinois, where you can actually come in with your magic cards and Pokemon cards and get a valuation, see about selling them, possibly uh, getting them checked for fakes. Yeah. Um, they are a service that we provide here at Red Raccoon Games. Uh, I want to thank Jillian Mesner for the use of our theme music and free to tell us how you think we're doing by leaving a comment in the podcast app of your choice or come right to the source by emailing us at info at radraccoongames.com. If you throw the word podcast into the subject line, we'll do our best to give you a shout out at the, uh, on the show. But until next time, keep playing. Bye. Bye.